well. Mecca, lecca, ha, mecca. All right, I got to stop before I get um, sued if someone remembers this reference. But hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fun with Flame. I am your host, Daniel the Flame. And I am currently in a very comfy uh, hotel room doing this good old podcast for you peoples. But um, basically, uh, I'm journeying journeying like the band before they all break up no <laughs> no I, uh yeah I'm, I'm working so i gotta stay overnight at a hotel but uh yeah um it has come to my attention that more stuff has happened on the kevin smith front and yes i am again talking about kevin smith because hey like i said i am enjoying the show uh, not the He-Man show, my God, no, but the fallout that has taken place but um, from what has happened. And um, new stuff has uh, basically got, um, well, new stuff has came to light since, because um, apparently they had a, a uh, the you know, when they do the fucking conventions online, which is stupid as shit, but um, I mean, like, realistically, if you're going to show a trailer, show a trailer, but having panels and stuff like that without actually a live audience just seems ridiculous to me, but they keep doing them anyway, but they're fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> people are weird. Um, but they, I think it was Comic-Con, and then they had Kevin Smith up there talking at it, which is hilarious, in uh, my opinion, because it's like, yo, right after what happened, let's have Kevin, like, Kevin Smith got a panel, it's like, oh boy, you won't believe what happened, but, so that was hilarious to me, <laughs> and then at Comic-Con, you know, obviously the only thing that's going to be on his mind, because it's the only thing that's of, of discussion for, um, about him right now, is all that's going on with the He-Man fiasco, and yes, it's a fucking fiasco. Now, uh, point of personal privilege, <laughs> I always wanted to say that because it's so fucking stupid. But um, before I get into anything, I'd like to, to re-clarify for anyone who doesn't know. Um, my point of view, uh, my uh, take on everything that went on. I have not seen the He-Man show. I am not a He-Man fan. Um, honestly, I kind of don't think if you want to get into He-Man itself, this would be something that you would do. I'd advised against it wholeheartedly. Um, from what I can remember, the old 2000 He-Man show that they tried to make um, back in the day might be of some good, uh, but, you know, that's whatever. Um, but I do believe that what Kevin Smith did was and was wrong. He, he did lie, um, much to his own um, conception of it or how he felt about it, which I'm going to discuss and talk about in a minute. But, um, you know, despite how he felt. But, um, yeah, I do believe that he lied. Um, I do believe that the Clownfish TV deserves um, an apology from him. And I also totally agree with the concept that if this was not something that he basically lied about or if he did not speak his... Um, opinion on what the hell was going on when Clownfish asked what they asked about the He-Man show and shit like that. If you just like just didn't answer them or didn't give a fuck if they was like, hey, is this going to be like this? And just like left it alone. This would not be a big deal. 
if he would have kept quiet, I hope I 100% believe this would have just blown over because it would have been another woke cartoon using nostalgia bait in order to become something, and that have been that have been the end of it. Um, and people just been like, oh, whatever. And it wouldn't even matter that he was a part of it because who cares? <laughs> and if anything, it would kind of be like a, um, a one-off thing. It was like, hey, you know, Kevin Smith was actually directing us. Really? That's weird. And then that would have been it. But this shit snowballed so much out of fucking control um, simply because of the fact that he tried to double down and lie and say that this is not um, a Tila show. This is He-Man. Um all day every day and you know then basically the show came out and everyone would agree otherwise funny thing is is that later he says what he says and uh like i'm gonna get into but it, it makes me laugh um about basically how he's understanding or basically breaking down these concepts or whatever but um i i also um i'm also one of the people who sit there and would say that yes it is ridiculous to have held Kevin Smith with such high regard as of recent uh, well not as a recent but in um, the the concept of nerd culture uh, <laughs> I always say nerd culture but basically it, it is a subculture and um, in fandom and things like that but essentially to hold him in such high regard after his plethora of attempts at doing woke shit constantly going and degradating um a lot of stuff that he's been a part of and just kind of having crappy movies and shows and shit like that under his repertoire. And it's like, yeah, the dude drops references and shit like that, but eh, not a lot, like, just, uh. and And, yeah, I'm, I was a uh, fan of his, you know? And it's like, I, I have the movie Dogma. I have Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. I would like to own Clerks, too. I've seen one and two. I like two more than I like one. Um... And uh, simply because, like, just just what happens with Dante at the end of it, I, I like that that closure esque type concept that they have with Dante and Randall and Clo um, Clerks too. Uh, but um, I I did enjoy and um, like a lot of his content. Yeah, Chasing Amy. Um, certain parts of Chasing Amy are good. I've always protested to that, but. Um, yeah, I, I but I've I've never sat there and was like, oh, if Kevin Smith is a part of something, then that's something that you definitely got to be, up, um, like you definitely need to, like be like, oh yeah, like he's the king of the nerds or something like that. And it's like that's kind of what he wants to be perceived as, but I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that sentiment or that notion that a lot of people have for that. And the fact that the fallout from this is basically people acting as if the king has felt from grace is weird because there are a lot of people that are out there like just calling for blood for this man. And it's like, yo, dial that shit back. <laughs> and it's like, it ain't like, cause this isn't a career ending thing with him. This isn't something that's going to take away from all different movies and, um, job um positions that he's gonna get case in point m night Shyamalan, and it's like you want to see what happens when when basically fans of a thing get upset at someone um and and uh, like that's like predominantly popular and then basically have have a bunch of misses more than they've had hits as of late and it was like yeah you look to m night Shyamalan, who literally just dropped a brand new movie <laughs> it's like it just oh man it, it really takes one thing that they could do to essentially 
make everyone um, almost either forgive or forget. Um, within Night Shyamalan, it was the, um, it was making Split, and then from Split making Mr. Glass. And it's like, yeah, you might not have appreciated what the end result was, but he did something to basically shut everybody up. And I can see Kevin Smith basically getting into that realm and doing something like that as well. And then people just kind of letting this shit blow over because there's going to be something else out there that's going to happen. It's going to make nerds upset. There always is something out there that makes nerds upset because shit keeps coming out in movies. And I don't blame him for being um, associated with that culture. I blame everyone for basically assuming that he would be any different. I mean, the, the, the proof is in the pudding and the different types of movies he's been making, the way he's been shelling out to try and basically get in Disney's back pocket, crying on every goddamn thing. When it's like there's no emotional content in this at all that would, that would require you to cry. You a grown ass man who makes movies where people say shit and fuck all the time. You you should be more desensitized than than any audience that this show was trying to um. Uh, actually uh, get at so above anything when you cry it should be seriously meaningful and then you should let everyone know like yo this actually touched me deep you know (laughs) like because this that and the third but it's like if you just keep showing shit of you posting stuff of you crying every now and again yeah people are going to be like what the fuck is he doing (laughs) And it's like yo every movie and every show you cry at are you fucking serious (laughs) oh man it's like, was he always a sissy? Mm. Hey, can I say that? Can, can I say that? Will I get canceled? Nah, I'm not big enough for it to matter anyway. Well, when this comes back up later in, um, later in life, when people try to cancel me for it, he, he said sissy on his podcast years ago. He can't be in this cartoon or something. If I'm trying to like do voiceover work or something like that, and then I might uh, make a public apology. <laughs> It depends on how much money it is, like how much I'm going to hold myself out for it. If it, if it's something to make sure I don't have to work again, then hey, just take that with a grain of salt. Yo, I got, I had to hold myself out, guys. I, I don't have money. <laughs> but what, what's my, my opinion of Kevin Smith has always been, yeah, like he fell from grace a long time ago from me, from someone who enjoyed his content in his movies and whatnot. Yeah, he fell from grace a long fucking time ago. Um, and the, the the thing that truly drove me over the, drove me over the edge with him was uh, him saying what he said about Spider-Man for like a little thing that they did for the movies and whatnot. And someone who supposedly reads comic books and likes superheroes and whatnot to essentially just blatantly shill like that when I saw it was just enough for me to go, oh yeah, nah, fuck this. And I was like, yeah, this dude, I lost all respect for this guy. And then I saw the James Bond Ball reboot, and I was like, ooh, boy, yeah, nope, yeah, 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 ain't, yeah, ain't did it, dog. <laughs> you're done, you're done, fucked up with Daniel. So, that's, that's my viewpoint on that. Damn, it took me 11 fucking minutes to even say that. I haven't even gotten to the nitty gritty of this. God damn it, Daniel. Okay, sorry about all that, but let's, let's get into it. Um, oh, excuse that commercial break. Thank you for sticking around. I had to readjust myself as I'm my ass is sliding off the bed that I'm sitting on inside of this fucking hotel room um <laughs> but uh recently Kevin Smith was basically doing a little panel at Comic-Con um I don't know exactly when this happened but basically a lot of shit was said to try and do some damage control I assume in his opinion um 
for in in what was going on with the whole He-Man thing and Clownfish and whatnot. Now, in this thing, he does not apologize to Clownfish. He gives a pseudo apology where you sit there and do, um, where you sit there and go, yeah, I'm not sorry about what I said. I am sorry about what happened because I said what I said, <laughs> which is which is the most fucked up thing. It's, it's not. It's not bad, but if a damn sure ain't sincere and it doesn't mean a goddamn thing, because it's like you're acknowledge like what you acknowledge is that I was not wrong, you were still wrong, but what happened because of it is something I did not like or intend, and that's bad. So that's kind of fucked up. Um, and I, I again, I wholeheartedly believe he deserved like he he owes them an apology because what they said was a hundred percent true now this is this is the kicker with this is that to everyone under the goddamn sun (laughs) the fucking show is about tila there is no debating this there is no argument about this the show is about tila case fucking closed it's open and shut it's like this show is about Tila. It is not about He-Man at all. He-Man dies in the beginning and then he dies in the end. It's only five episodes of something. And basically you ba- you have a majority of the show driven by Tila's actions going through stuff. So that has always has been the catharsis. Um, am, am I using that word correctly? I don't know. But that has been the general consensus that's it that's what i was thinking of the general consensus for um the show as of as of right now um for the five episodes that's out from like the different people reviewing it the different people who are basically trying to crucify this man from it and whatnot everyone under the sun can would watch this see that basically a chunk of the show was taken up by tila and then he man is only in it for a little bit his character is put down as well as he's murdered <laughs> twice <laughs> <laughs> and then you just have different scenes of him being appearing in like flashbacks or something. And everyone is like, yeah, that's not He-Man being in like a He-Man show, especially when this show is supposed to be a continuation of like the original 80s show. But um, I believe Clownfish even said like, yeah, because of how the show is, it immediately cannot be a continuation of the original show. But hey, shit like this happens all the time look at Dragon Ball Super. Um, so, what's what, the kicker, uh, like I was saying, is the fact that Kevin Smith does not understand this concept of how, in his show, what he did to He-Man and what's happening to He-Man within his show would be perceived as him taking a backseat to Tila. He sees it as essentially, in the end, when He-Man sacrifices himself, it's completing his hero's journey. And I believe he said, like, it's the, the he's like, does no one know, like, the hero's journey? A self-sacrifice is not someone taking a back seat. A self-sacrifice is, like, um, one of the biggest um, acts that a hero can take. The problem with this is that if you have a hero take the self-sacrifice in the beginning of your show and best believe once you do a reboot or a remaster or a continuation or something like that this is this is your starting point where you're starting at is your starting point so whatever you do with the character you have to put on like a big old reset you can't assume that people have seen the old show and now they're watching your show no you have to think with your fucking brain like yeah this is a brand new show 
brand new characters or reimagining characters or anything like that, people need a fresh idea of what you're giving them. I, that's my opinion on that take. Uh, but essentially, having it to where you would sit there and, um, and and just say or showcase that, hey, you know, this hero sacrifices himself in the first episode, right? Okay. And it's like, and in the wake of him sacrificing himself, you then have um, you then have the fallout from him being gone throughout the rest of the show, or like essentially people trying to figure out how to either bring him back or do whatever or what or blah 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 whatever happens in the show and again i have not seen it yet but um having it to where it's just yeah he sacrificed himself in the very first episode but then you're seeing a journey happen with a brand new character that then annexes the concept of that you've just had the hero's journey with this other pre-existing character. You didn't give a journey with the pre-existing character. You've ended their story. You've literally did what, um, in a perfect comparison to this, is the Star Wars movies, where essentially the original Star Wars movies were about Luke Skywalker, but the sequel Star Wars movies that they made ended Luke Skywalker. We did not get to finish Luke Skywalker's story the natural way because the story no longer revolved around Luke Skywalker. It revolved around Rey. You couldn't argue that Luke Skywalker plays an important role within the other Star Wars films because Luke Skywalker doesn't do anything <laughs> in the other Star Wars films. He's there. You see him in the second movie. <laughs> and I was like, but bitch ain't important to nothing. He don't do nothing. <laughs> he didn't even train Ray. He was just there. But he was a shell of his former self. And then they basically made him seem lesser so that the female counterpart, who now the story revolves around, can seem better. Literally the same fucking thing that Kevin Smith did to this He-Man show. And the thing is, is that he's not grasping that that's what he did. <laughs> and, and when he was speaking on the Comic-Con panel, I, I understood, like, I was seeing people, like, just lose their fucking mind when he was saying what he was saying. And they just basically just damn near putting words in his mouth. And it was like, Kevin Smith is telling you that you fucking suck. Just do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God, you're not getting it. This nigga is delusional. That's, it's not that he's telling you this. He literally believes what the fuck he's saying. So that's delusional. <laughs> I was like, he's in a delusional state right now. And it's a delusional state of I don't give a fuck. So it doesn't matter what reality is. This is what he believes and this is what he perceives. And he has no reason to think otherwise because nothing has happened to make him think otherwise. Now, this brings up the other part of what happened within the little Comic-Con panel, which was that he talked about um, basically he was going back and forth with the Netflix executives and whatnot about what was happening. And to someone like him, who essentially understands a little bit about nerd culture and everything like that, you know, people going crazy and talking about the show and it like in it like them reviewing it to hell and whatnot to him is like yeah this is a big deal we got to do something about this and then their response to it was like nah it's not a big deal it doesn't matter we only got like some ten thousand people pissed at this show but we have over two million we have like 200 million people subscribed to the, um to our service it's fine Awkwardly enough, Netflix is actually losing subscribers right now, so this isn't something that's a positive for that concept. And 
nerds are quick to like cancel shit because of something. I mean, look at what happened with Mulan and how many Disney Plus subscriptions went down because of that. And then Disney Plus was immediately quick to try and shove out something else in order to make people either watch Disney Plus again or whatever. And the thing is, is that they have so many stuff under their belt that the concept of Disney Plus might still be appealing to a whole bunch of people. So that's whatever. But um, I've already talked about this, how like Netflix really doesn't have anything anymore. And so they kind of are desperate for something. But um, what he was saying was essentially like, you know, this would have hit home for him if the Netflix execs would have told him or if they would have gave some type of notion that like, yeah, this getting spoiled, this coming out the way that's coming out and the show being perceived as this way, even though you don't feel that it's that way is bad or it's negative or something like that this possibly could have changed kevin smith's perspective i do not know but i feel that that might have been something but the fact that to them they were responding to him as it doesn't fucking matter then to him it's it doesn't fucking matter i know i'm right <laughs> so there, there was no consequence for him doing what he's what he did Getting, you know, essentially seeing negative reviews and then going, oh, it's getting review bombed as the immediate defense to seeing negative reviews. Like that, that lets me further know how fucking delusional he's in, like how delusional he is right now in, in whatever mindset he got going on for the um, production of this show. To the point where, you know, you have a million people screaming at you. Have, you have thousands of people screaming at you. You make this show about this female and then you going, nah. I made it about He-Man and Masters of the Universe. And it's like, no, dude, like, you have her do this. You have her talk down about him and things like that. It's like, nah, that's just, that's just creative writing. You, you guys just ain't used to good writing. That's all. <laughs> and, and it's like, you could just, you have an excuse for everything. And because there's no one sitting there going like, yeah, this is bullshit, you got to get canceled. And then it's like, oh, maybe they were right. <laughs> like I said, Netflix is just like, no, nah, you're good. You're good. So it's like, oh, I knew I was right. And, and it's like, if, when, you, when you're in that mindset, there is no stopping whatever the fuck it is that you want to do or whatever concept you want to bring to light. So I get why he's responding the way that he's responding because like literally he's in a delusional mindset right now. And the thing is, is that other people aren't grasping that. They're just immediately attacking him and everything. And, and it's like, yeah, like he's lost all credibility and shit like that. And it's like, yes, this is true. Will this ruin his career? I doubt it. One, this is a fucking cartoon. <laughs> it's like, two, this is, this is not something that is career ending for him, considering what he has made and how he's been able to basically uh, cash in on appeasing this um uh, this uh, fan base or like niche like different fandoms and whatnot Kevin Smith has his own like army of loyal fans and people who just back and like anything and everything that he does simply because he did it um, or it's like he, he was known you know back in the day he was this guy so we we appreciate him still and you know they probably look at his movies now and they still love it they still live laugh love and all this bullshit <laughs> so I, I bait, like I said, there has been, there will be no consequence for this affecting anything that he has to do, um, as of right now. 
And it's like things are, are yet to be determined in the future because by all means, I can understand it to where um, he'll get the exact same thing to happen to N. Night Shyamalan to where literally you'll make another movie after your complete disappointment of a movie. And then people just generally not go look at it simply because your other movie was just that fucking bad. The same thing happened to Adam Sandler. Um, now I think about it with um, fucking Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill was such a horrible movie that people did not go see That's My Boy, which I believe was his next movie that came out. And the thing is that That's My Boy is a movie that I, I adore. I love That's My Boy. That that literally was like, this was old Adam Sandler, where he was raunchy, and it just cranked it up to a thousand. And it just, it just made it hilarious. It, it became its own thing. And just each twist and turn was just hilarious. But I, too was skeptical of going to see it and it was like the promotion of it like the commercials and shit you would see about it and whatnot i, I don't want to look at it <laughs> and then when i when i sat down and actually watched it this shit was so goddamn funny but again it was like hey you let me down <laughs> and that's how people um associate and incorporate movies and whatnot and i can see kevin smith basically getting a big like negative hit um because I believe that they're filming Clerks 3 right now. And I can see that being something that is just like, oh, hell no, um, when it comes out. Because it's most likely going to come out on a streaming service. Um, that That's a guarantee. Um, and then in the wake of it coming out on a streaming service, I, I would say it, it would have to be either between Netflix and Amazon. But um, in the wake of it coming out on a streaming service you can guarantee a bunch of people are going to be like, fuck that, I ain't watching it, you did this with He-Man, you didn't apologize, just bringing up old shit and just talking about the movies and whatnot, and it's going to be like, hey, this shit happens every fucking time you guys let down a fan base, because it's like, stop fucking, fucking with a fan base, leave them alone, <laughs> you ass clowns, like, Jesus Christ, but seeing what has been happening, um, well, what he did at what he said at Comic Con, and it basically got a bunch of idiots sitting around him and him cracking jokes and everything like that. And like the guy he's talking to is literally like, dude, whose head was like right up his ass. And it's like, you, if you truly wanted to prove your point or you truly wanted to get on, on the good side, if you felt like you were trying to deliver a good conscientious, um, I, I slurred my words, um, a good uh, rebuttal to everything I was saying, because again, he's in this delusional fucking state, so I feel like if he wanted to truly validate his point or whatnot, get someone or speak to somebody who would essentially go against what the hell you have to say, that way when you state your points when they make theirs, by all means, you would seem a hell of a lot better because you're saying the right shit, so I don't understand why he didn't do that, um, I mean, and then, like, they went out of their way to make sure, like, the shit was even a thousand times worse, so they, they cut, they took off the, um, the chat, they, um, the, the comments, and, like, the, I think the ratio over the dislike button might have been changed or something like that, I'm not sure, but just, they did everything they could to basically not have him get upset in speaking what he was saying, or have anyone basically go against it, um, because to him, he is so assured that yeah i'm i'm golden in this bitch that it it did what it did and it is what it is so i i saw that and i was just like wow we got ourselves a 
big old problem where <laughs> we're like, this shit is just, this rabbit hole is getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But this stuff is just getting way out of hand. I'm I'm not on the bandwagon of just being like calling him out, saying he's this and that and the third, because realistically, he's always been this way. It's just that now it, it it's like you just you shouldn't have lied. And it's like you lying is just you, you, you cross the last fucking line that you needed to cross to piss off people to this extent. And you lied and you ruined a fan base at the same time. So, hey, there you go. And you hate, yeah, well, I can't say you hate to see it happen, but hey, it happened. It's fucked up. Um, and I'm just, I'm still watching this train wreck go because, goddammit, there's still cars piling up. So, hey, uh, whatever happens next, happens next. But this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame. As always, good people. Hope you have fun.